0: Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, folks. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, on K News 98.5. This is Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're speaking with a newly freed candidate for 5th District, Eric with a K Gorham. And Eric, Eric announced uh, right at the beginning of this show that. He is no longer a candidate for 5th District, and he's inviting both of the other candidates to talk to him because he wants to know what the details of their plans are before he makes a decision about endorsing one or the other. And uh, I, I imagine that doesn't even... Focus on what their party registration is is that right
1: no this is you know I've been very deeply in the county politics I used to when I was a younger man I thought oh state and federal and you realize that uh, you can bang your head against the wall quite a bit but you can make a difference in your hometown or your county sure so um, there's certain things that mean uh, quite a bit to me that the uh, Board of Supervisors oversees, and I want to know what they're gonna do and how they're gonna broach those subjects
0: okay well, are you, are, are you thinking about other ambitions? Or are you thinking about uh, putting yourself out for f- to serve the public in another way at this point?
1: At this point, I'm looking into school board. I haven't made a final decision. Um, that would be, for me, being in Santa Margarita would be a Tascadero school board. Okay. Um, so I'm looking into it and uh, probably be making a decision in the next month or so.
0: All right. And uh, the Tascadero school board, I'm sure, is divided into districts, sub-districts now.
1: I don't believe it is, actually. Paso is. I don't believe Atascadero is. My mm. understanding, it's uh, at large. So, Goodness. So, we'll see. Well. But I'm uh, sure it's coming. I have a feeling a lot of the school boards will be districted in if, the near future.
0: If the California Voting Rights Project is listening, uh, the Atascadero <laughs> School Board is waiting for you to send them a letter. <laughs> that was our first Our first program. We had uh, there. Their president on. Oh, really? And talked about the benefits of having uh, individual districts in school boards and in cities. And, uh, you know, he. Yeah, he watching
1: Paso, I don't know. I've watched how that one's ran, and I just don't think the districts are that good there. And it, it leaves areas where. Actually, it's hard to even find people that want to run on either side. I mean, I mean, these are all nonpartisan. Don't get me wrong. The the,
0: the other guest we had at that first show was Vice Mayor Hammond, and that was exactly what he said: was mm-hmm. that he actually wasn't going to run, but nobody else was going to run in the district he lived in. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that but that uh, that involves recruiting good people. It does over time. So, what what do you think you could uh, provide people on the school district that isn't already
1: there? You know, I, I've seen Atascadero change a little bit over the years, and I haven't, you know, I've probably tracked Paso more than Atascadero, mm-hmm. honestly, um, just because Paso seems to make the newspapers a little well, you, more mm-hmm. often, and so does Templeton lately. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Atascadero, there's a lot of things coming. There's a lot of changes happening in our school where it Went from the school board you know from the state to the school boards and and, uh, really just taking a close look at things and um, you know it's kind of a steady hand uh, approach for me it's you see people kind of going one way or the other you got to look at the pros the cons and what your people I, I think what I've seen in school boards lately is you're representing the people. And you, people don't always agree with you. And you got to reach out to your constituents and find out what they agree with, what they want, and try to implement that. And uh, instead of going far to the left or far to the right, represent the people that voted you in.
0: We had uh, Kenny Annie on here early mm-hmm. uh, early on, uh, as well as his opponent. And uh, I think one of the things that impressed me about uh, what he was doing is he, was going to, he, he spent time going to each one of the schools and talking to teachers and administrators to try to get a handle on what they thought they needed uh, right. without waiting for the superintendent to tell him. Right. Uh, and and uh, I thought that gave him uh, more grounding in what people wanted in the school district. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to copy that uh, model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you probably have uh, even better ideas on how to contact people and find out you know, it's uh, right. not just uh, the parents of school children that you represent. You represent their grandparents.
1: Correct. Yeah. And you represent people without children. Without you children. Know, I know a yeah. lot of people, that, if you look at their tax burden and don't have kids and never had kids here, they support Tuscadero schools, Paso School, every school in the county uh, with their tax dollars. Um, so basically it's looking at the whole thing and making sure – uh, the best you know performing the best we can for our children and getting them educated with the Kenny any um, campaign interestingly you found out some really horrible school things about the school district uh, as far as testing goes and competency goes and uh, you know I, I feel we're worried about a lot of things but we're kind of forgetting reading writing and arithmetic and it's unfortunate and
0: responsibility Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of uh, kids who've never balanced a checkbook correct and uh, I know my daughter had a uh, had a math prof and and uh, you know when he started teaching them how to balance a checkbook all of a sudden life made more sense (laughs) so that that's the kind of practical things that people need for their kids and their grandkids and of course uh, even if you don't have kids this next generation, or be the, will be the people who are in the convalescent care home taking care of you. Right. So, don't don't <laughs> scrimp on educating them. <laughs> well, I've got to make a couple announcements here, uh, Eric. I, I want folks to know that last week I spoke with CalcoastNews.com investigative reporter Karen Veely about a series of stories uncovering years of allegations of a culture of sexual abuse at San Luis Obispo Senior High School. She invited anyone with information about instances of sexual abuse in local schools to contact her at her phone number, which is 805-234-1703. And, of course, uh, we also had George Sullivan talking about his 12,800-square-foot underground bomb shelter. Uh, That's a really interesting one to listen to. If you want to listen to those, uh, just tune in at knews985.com. The podcasts of those shows are there. Uh, The podcast of this show will be up by 1 p.m. on Saturday. Folks, we've been... Here, talking with Eric Gorham. He's made some news here. I want to thank you for coming in again. I hope when you uh, decide on uh, what you're going to do about school board, you'll uh, let us know. Just stay tuned after this news break. We're going to be back with Slow County Public Policy and the Law only at K News ninety-eight point five. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the
1: Law, visit our website. KNews985.com.